All right, as we head to the break, uh, let's uh, kick it off because we've been profiling so many of the Kosafa Cup coaches here in our Durban studios. I've been excited as well to meet some of them because sometimes, you know, you read uh, stories about individuals and uh, what they turn out to be. Uh, is even greater. Maybe sometimes the personality is uh, greater when you get to have an, a personal interaction. Uh, but it's been a busy time uh, here in Durban with the uh, Kosafa, uh, the Cup, as you know, Zambia have been plugging away. There are results from today. I'll share those with you. And also uh, tonight as well, there are more fixtures. But let me introduce them, though, before we go into the break. And I'm sure that you, you'll agree with me, though, uh, that, hey, there's no Kosafa Cup without Lesotho, is there? I mean, the Gwena have become so synonymous uh, with the tournament for decades now, and they always have incredible talent at their disposal. Uh, talent that more than often uh, ends up playing right here in the Premier Soccer League in South Africa. And so much hunger, though, to succeed on and off the pitch. The players are ever humble, very modest, and also some of their coaches, absolute gentle role models to their players. Now, the interim coach, Ule uh, Zlinozi, is that kind of a father figure for them. I mean, what a mentor he's proving to be uh, to the to the lads as well. Joining me right here in studio today, Leslie. Good to see you, man. Welcome to the show and welcome to the kingdom. <laughs> no, thank you so much, Ravi. It's a pleasure to be here uh, in the studios. Yeah. Uh, and how's it been, though? How's, how's the experience been for you? I mean, we'll talk about the nitty gritty, the appointment of when you came into the mall, but just from a human perspective, how have you found life and the tournament so far? Um, it has not been easy yeah. uh, because we had to dig deep. Uh, Dikwen has not been doing well in the previous uh, matches in the AFCON. Mm. So coming on board only two weeks to prepare the team, uh, it was not easy. But uh, since I've been part of the technical team working with uh, our coach, Fesco, uh, I was able to at least sit down with uh, my colleagues, the technical team, and plan, prepare, so, so that when we come into the tournament, at least we should give our best. Mm. And uh, I think uh, Vesco has done a good job, truly. Uh, it says that the results were not coming. Mm. And then we had to play around with personnel in terms of players. So we brought in a few youngsters into the team, and things have been going well. And uh, we've been taking one game at a time. And uh, two games, two wins. Yeah. And, I mean, what more can we want? One more victory. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more win. I think we'll send everybody uh, back home uh, to be as excited. Uh, so that's uh, Coach Lezin Nodzi, who is with me here in studio. We're going to come back after the break, though, and, and find out a little bit more, as I said, a little bit more about him. And I always ask anybody who is an interim coach that you cannot be happy just being an interim coach, what would it take for me next time I see Leslie to say, head coach with nothing interim in between? Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Uh, good evening, Robert. This is Sakile out here in Johannesburg. Um, I did expect that I will get positive news with regarding to Casta. I mean, <laughs> by the virtue of somebody um, being able to secrete more testosterone naturally, you can't put that against her. I mean, let's have a look at the Russians, their doping scandals. What have they done about it? 
you know, so we are not quite sure if there's double standards here, but I'm just glad that this is the first step in the right direction. Obviously, she won't be able to generate as much power as she used to, so she'll have to sort of um, train harder than she used to, but um, knowing her resilience, I've got no doubt that she, she'll she still perform at her best. Thanks, Rob. Good evening, Rob. It's the Bukhoye. Rob, I'd gladly welcome the ruling because this is not victory for Casta Semenya alone, but a victory for South Africa because we know with her capability Abilities and her performance as an athlete, uh, she would have uh, uh, possibly brought uh, smiles onto our faces and we would have seen South African flag being raised in those uh, Olympic or all those uh, athletic meetings. And here we have b- been deprived of an opportunity to, to celebrate as a country. I just want to find out from lawyer, the lawyer if there will be a litigation process to also pursue uh, the opportunity costs uh, that you would have lost as an athlete because of this uh, uh, case. Thank you so much, Rob. And I just want to wish you all the best. Uh, Thank you so much indeed. Thank you. Keep those WhatsApp voice notes uh, coming through with your reaction to that ruling, but also any questions or comments to Leslie Nozzi, uh, who is the Lesotho national team, the Kosafa coach, uh, who's here with me in our Durban studios. Just a quick reminder of results from earlier today where we saw Malawi uh, beating Komaros by two goals to nil, Seychelles uh, losing to Zambia four goals to two. So that kind of wraps things up as far as the groups are concerned. Namibia uh, playing Botswana. Uh, 24 minutes into that game right now. It is nil-nil. So, yeah, heading to the half-hour mark of both of those games, South Africa and Eswatini. Also, it is nil-nil as we speak. But we'll keep you up to date with all of the uh, results as soon as we get them. And our conversation does uh, continue as well. Uh, I think, Coach, you you were mentioning before the break just the short period of time uh, that you had, you know, to prepare the team. Uh, Just, what, three or so weeks uh, to have taken over uh, from the previous coach, Vaselin uh, Jelusic, uh, somebody that we also know quite well here in South Africa from his previous stint when he was still here. Number one, would you say bravery or from your side, it is a job that you know, having been part of the technical team, that you're more than capable of executing and producing the results for the nation? Yes, uh, Robbie, the bravery, yes, part of it. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I always believe to have... Uh, uh, very good people around me mm. because uh, it's a teamwork. So I have a very good technical team around me and the players have been brilliant and uh, the support from the association and the supporters too, mm. they also play a big role. So from the two weeks that I've spent with them, you know, we only had one uh, preparatory match uh in bloomfontein against the university team yes which has been playing in the university games so it was a a very good platform a stepping stone into the tournament and um the first match was not an easy game because we have not been doing well like yeah. i said earlier what was it like a four game losing streak yes. uh, coming into the tournament that wouldn't have yeah. been easy yeah. just from a psychological preparedness perspective yes. Right? yes yeah so we had to dig deep yeah and uh, also, you know, how football influences, you know, the masses. Back home now, people were losing, you know. Um, support was no longer coming through. Um, lose, they were losing faith into the team. But how did that make you feel? How did that make you, as a football lover, somebody who was part and parcel of the team itself, but yeah, not, not 
the decision maker because ultimately we always say the head coach uh, bears the brunt. So mm-hmm. whatever happens, the head coach bears the brunt. Yeah. But for you to see the locals, some you know people that we know love the game of football, mm-hmm. but when they turn their backs to a national team, personally, how, how did that make you feel? Yeah, it was tough uh, because people tend to believe that when you have a foreign coach, mm-hmm. you being the assistant, you, you, you can influence things, mm. but they have their own ways. So for me, I'm not, I'm there to support him, not to work against his ideas. So almost like a sabotage sometimes. <laughs> they always say, hey, be careful of these assistant coaches. Yeah, they want the head coach's yeah, job. Yeah. But I wouldn't imagine, I think just knowing your history, it's the desire for the nation and the national team to do better. That is true. Uh, I've always have belief in the boys. Because most of them, I've worked with them in the junior teams. Mm. So I know uh, the talent is there. And um, working with them, working with the technical team, knowing the strengths of our guys and giving them the self-belief, that's what we've done. And uh, uh, yes, we're taking one game at a time. Tomorrow's match against Angola, no mm. matter whether we have already qualified, but we need to give our best. I mean, Mozambique, uh, if you reflect nice and fresh out of your mind as well, uh, that game, what what would you say was the major difference? Uh, Just as far as application, your choice of the first starting 11, you know, that was available for you and just the game plan and whether you were happy overall with the execution of that game plan. Yeah, we were quite happy, very happy with the way the guys uh, uh, responded. You know, because we knew that Mozambique are a very technically, tactically good team. Yeah. And the first 15 minutes, they put us under a lot of pressure. But uh, we said, look, we know that's what we're expecting. Absorb, mm-hmm. but let's continue playing. Let's not change. Let's not panic. And they kept on. We started asking questions. And I think... Uh, they enjoyed the moment and uh, we are very, very excited about some of our youngsters like Neoma Khachani, mm. who has now since scored two goals and Sepan Safadi, the wingers, yes. they really gave a, a very good account of themselves and the rest of the team. Defensively, I think it's been uh, another area whereby mm. we've been strong from the goalkeeper to the defense mm. and the creativity with the likes of Tarolo Bering, mm. you know, and, and for 20. And I think going forward, uh, we stand a very good chance of uh, being a very competitive outfit in this tournament. I mean, you talk about Neo Mokachane, we are what now? Probably four minutes away from the moment he scored the goal. So he scored 34th minute um, in the game against Mozambique. And sometimes as a coach, knowing that a tournament takes one mistake and we've seen an own goal previously in the tournament it it takes just a loss of concentration to turn the tide around so when you score as early as the 34th minute there's a lot of good and bad what then going into the change room becomes your instruction for the guys are you looking for more you're looking for containment what is it as a coach that you're saying to them knowing the strengths of the mozambicans in this team that we have now during the halftime break most of the talk it's about it's encouraging them yeah to be more offensive because the moment we talk about now let's be defensive it's like we're saying now let's go to a reverse mode yes so we need to be you know taking the game to the opposition as much as we can 
One of the the crazy thing because when I studied the stats after the game and I said, you know, just numerically, Mozambique had the better of the ball possession stats, yeah. right? But just in terms of what you were doing with the forty five percent that you had versus their fifty five percent, is that you limited the opportunities for them to take shots at goal. Uh, in fact, on target, the entire 90 minutes, they had nothing. Mm-hmm. No shot on target. You were able to enjoy at least two, one of those resulting in a goal. Uh, but just overall, what you had at shot off target as well was equally two. What does that say about, you know, the whole notion of what you do with ball possession? How then do you limit from the midfield, because sometimes they vary their attack. It's not just about relying on the strikers. Their attack is very varied uh, from the wing play that also gets involved. How do you contain guys that are seemingly enjoying that ball position, but you are trailing as far as that is concerned? What we did was, you know, to counter-press quickly, Mm. get the ball, and then have few touches in our half, and then quickly transit into their half and uh, try to possess the ball as much as we can. Mm. Yeah, so that they should not play and uh, create goal-scoring goal opportunities. There might not be a powerhouse at this level, but completely different game to Mauritius. Mm-hmm. Completely different because there you enjoy the better of the ball possession. You denied them the ball a lot of the time. You had, what, 65% of the ball. You had 12 goal attempts, which is massive. You, you were too short of 10 with shots on target. Were you happy with the return of just two goals? Do you think you could have done anything better? Uh, I think we could have done better. Um, one of our best uh, strikers, that is Janet Tabanchu. I think he had a lot of goal-scoring opportunities, yeah. but he was not clinical on the day. But what was good about it was he was taking good positions, you know, creating space for himself to score. It's just that he was not clinical. But overall performance with them, we were saying, look, mm. for the first time, as we are being able to go into the attacking third, you know. Mm. So it's, let's just take one step at a time. For us, the Mauritius game was uh, a stepping stone into the tournament. It was an activation game. So the second match, as you saw now, the boys were now, Mm. you know, they were more calmer, but now they were able to express themselves, you know, to play together as as a team. Mm. Well, it's a unit because when you talk about Jane Unso uh, Utabanto, who had the opportunities, and I look at his... Uh, his record, I see him as one of the more senior guys, yes, you know, given is. his age. Um, you know, he'll be turning 30 in about what, two years' time or three years' time from now. Are you, are you expecting, maybe from a tournament perspective, uh, for him to focus more? I mean, he's, your, he's one of your trusted soldiers within the team, um, and you would use him as an example, right? Uh, where would you think that somebody who has developed and is almost a 30-year-old, maybe sometimes during a tournament you fall short. Is it nerves? Because that was the first game that we're referring to, the, the Mauritius game. Yeah. Does that play a role at all, Coach? Yes, it does play a role. Mm. Yeah, very much plays a role. But uh, what I did, I set him down. We had a good chat because I always believe that if he has a backing from his coach, knowing that the coach is behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has always been uh, one of our top goal scorers. 
in the league back home yeah. and also within the national team setup. So I assured him that, look, it was, this was just a starting uh, game. So in the next matches, you'll, you'll, you'll have those opportunities. And again, uh, the, the youngsters in the team, they, they look uh, after him. You mm-hmm. know, they, 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 they are the ones who are always talking about him, how he's playing. So I think uh, he's going to influence a lot of our game into the next matches. That now, the, the, the crunch question that I suppose a lot of Lesotho nationals and supporters of the national team would ask, and they would go back in history, coach, and say, you've reached the Kosafa Cup semifinals three tournaments in a row. I mean, I go back to 2017, 2019, you're there now. But then something does not kick in to go the extra mile, mm-hmm. to even go ahead and clinch the tournament itself. What do you think, just from observation, um, is it that prevents you? Was you lead the way? First team to get to the semifinals already in, in, in this rendition of the tournament, mm-hmm. um, which then raises the excitement levels. Like you say, you go into tomorrow's game, regardless of what happens, you are there already. But you would want a win. But just historically, how do you change the fortunes of 2017? How do you change the fortunes of 2019? Uh, earlier, I spoke about the self-belief. Yeah. Uh, I think the current players that we have, they they believe in themselves. You know, we have encouraged that. We have instilled that, you know, and uh, to believe in what they know best. So, yes, of course, we have brought in a lot of uh tactical uh, things that we learned, mm-hmm. you know, like when I was working with Coach Vesco. So we have brought that uh, together into into our our game. So going into the semis, yes, of course, we have to play tomorrow's match. Yeah. But yes, like the question is about the semis. Yeah. We believe that there's no better time than now, you know, to at this time, mm-hmm. go to the next level, which is the final. You know, the last time Lesotho was in the final was in the uh, 2000. Yes. Yes. Correct. So we, we want to change that. We, we want the boys to rewrite the history books. But with all the humility, yeah. with the respect. That is synonymous with the team. I did say that at the top when I was introducing you, <laughs> that that humility comes across. Yes. But also the hard work comes yeah. across. So you can never separate the two. And, I mean, again, I'm just going to take a quick break shortly, but if I had to press you and say, I introduced you as the interim coach, was I wrong in that? No, you're not. I'm not wrong. Yes. But you know what I find wrong? Is that interim should be a permanent thing. So how important a motivation is this tournament in you going all the way into the final and maybe, maybe, maybe getting that coveted trophy, you know, the trophy that you've been yearning for, for so long. Find out after the break what the answer is to that question. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.
chatting in studio. All things to do with Lesotho. The tournament is the Kosafa Cupping stage right here in Durban, uh, where we are broadcasting live from for the entire week, uh, starting off yesterday. Uh, as we make the major countdown, 59 days to go before the Rugby World Cup 2023 FIBA Basketball World Cup happening in 45 days, uh, the Netball World Cup in 17 days, and all sorts of things already happening around that Netball. But FIFA Women's World Cup, hmm. Believe it or not, nine days to go. Banyana, banyana, are you ready? I know the ladies say they're very comfortable, having made the long trek uh, across Australia and New Zealand. Uh, but also on this day in history, Safa confirmed Sipombole, Keletzomakhalwa, Lyle Foster, Abubakar Mubara, as well as Fakhri Lakei. Uh, were all withdrawn from the Olympic squad due to various medical conditions. So if you remember, on the 11th of July, 2021, that was the big, big story. Uh, heading off into the break, uh, chatting to coach Leslie Nozzi, who's the Lesotho Kosapa coach, who's here with us in studio. Um, I was just saying, motivation for you personally. I know you've got to motivate the players, yeah. uh, but how much of a personal motivation would it be for you in the final and hopefully and potentially lifting the trophy? Yeah, the motivation would be, you know, the hard work that the boys have put in. Yeah. You know, they deserve something. They deserve to to be there in the final. And of course, the objective is to win. Yes. And we would all be happy for them. And uh, they are clubs because the clubs have contributed a lot. We, the national team players are coming from the clubs. So for me, it's important that also we should recognize the clubs. Do they give you a tough time? I know in South Africa, there's a bit of a struggle from time to time uh, for the release of these players. They'll tell you about preseason, the risk yeah. of injuries and so on. Do you get a, a tough time or they really do support your cause and the nation's cause? They, they, they do support yeah. the national team because uh, as the smaller country, it's an opportunity for our boys to be in the national team then they to get exposure probably to play across the borders of Lesotho so it's one of those things that we you know we said now we'll all cherish that yeah. moment when it comes and of course it's coming at the right time probably when our king will be celebrating his 60th birthday on the 17th of July so it would oh, be wow. a good honor to you know to win the cup for our king. Hey, that's a big one because 17th of July is the eve of Nelson Mandela's birthday on the 18th, the following day. Mm, so we could have a battle of... Uh, <laughs> 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 we could have a, a battle of the king versus, you know, the former great man himself. I yeah. mean, how juicy a storyline would that be? Yeah, it would be great. Yeah? It would be great. Wow. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that will be what, next week, Monday already. So getting closer and closer. You know a gentleman called Baba Mtetwa? Yes. Okay. Great commentator yes, uh, in South Africa. Yes. He's just tweeted. He says, Hi, Rob, I know Leslie very well from Macero. I used to be part of the Dinare FC from Leribe. Very dedicated man, despite commercial challenges uh, in the LEFA. He says, as well as the Premier League. He says, the club did very well this season, finishing second. I adore his work ethic. Thank you very much. That's from Babam Ted. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you so much uh, for that. 
He's made you speechless. Hey, <laughs> hey Baba, what are you doing to my I guest here? Yeah. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. But, uh, you know, it's it's just a job. I yeah. always say coaching, uh, where other people tend to think that coaching, if you're a coach, you are, you are untouchable. Mm. Yeah, for me, coaching is just another job like any other one. Yeah. You just have to be humble to anyone. You just have to, you know, be on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Because don't, don't be floating up in the yeah, air somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you can have a job today, tomorrow, you're gone. Sure. So you need to respect everyone around you. Even some of the supporters will always have something to say to you about your team, yeah. how you play and stuff. Yeah. Try to make time, listen. Some maybe one would bring something that you, you have not been, yeah. you know. Makes yeah. you think. Yes. Some, something think. that will make you think yes. a little bit. Yeah. But the kind of support that you've had, let's say, in the tournament so far here in, in Durban, because I think like anybody else around the world, there'll be Lesotho nationals, there'll be Nigerians, there'll be Zimbabweans, there'll be South Africans. How have they welcomed you here? I mean, have they shared how happy they've been? with the journey so far we'll talk about the angola game shortly mm -hmm. uh, but what what sort of love or contribution have you had from you know the nationals who've been here in durban in support of the national team most of the people that i've met they've been quite happy with yeah. the performance they've been saying good things about our team our boys so which makes us you know proud of course we don't like we've just said which makes us now to be more humble mm -hmm. you know when people talk much about you you, you know you need to now uh, be focused yes and uh, i think it has been great you know even uh, the hospitality at the, at the hotel mm -hmm. everybody has been great uh, some of the team uh, officials that we're staying together there at the hotel, they've been fantastic. So, yeah. truly, it has been a very good uh, sporting environment. I'm, I'm going to steal some of our time because you know how radio works and how radio is, Coach. Um, is that the organizers of Kosafa have been great. Uh, we, 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 we've said very outwardly that we, we would want to put Kosafa Cup right out there. Well, sometimes it doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. You know, maybe it's not an AFCON, it's not a World Cup qualifier. It's a part of a region that I think we seldom hype. And that is why we don't know much about each other um, as neighbors. Uh -huh. You know, people talk about us, them, and so on. And we don't like that language. Um, so, we, we, I mean, we, we do have uh, with us in studio Solomon Kukua. Uh, he is media officer uh, from the Botswana team. Botswana is currently playing. He's not there. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it's got to be something major that has happened here. So good to see you, man. Welcome to the show. Just get a bit closer to the mic. And I'm taking a bit by surprise here. Yeah. Uh, but that's the nature of radio. Yeah, that's that's how radio is, uh, Rob. And uh, thank you so much for having me. And uh, to the uh, worldwide listeners. What does this opportunity mean? I mean, you were saying to me off air, uh, that you've had to sacrifice going to watch your national team play against them. Maybe I can tell you that it's halftime, it's still nil-nil. No. Yeah. So you haven't missed a goal. So by the time the show ends, you'll be there for the second half, Yes. which is great. W what brings you to this part of the world and in the studio in particular right now, today? Um, growing up as a kid, 
you always have a dream. And uh, I had a dream. I wanted to see myself uh, doing a radio. And uh, the day I decided to to do that, my parents did not like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of them were born 10 at home. The only child who went to varsity. Um, so they wanted more, something that can be paying, you know. Uh, but I decided, no, I'm going to do radio. And that was inspired by many people. You are one of them, Rob. Uh, that inspired me to to be doing radio. There's a gentleman by the name Tyro Tirolipotuigisi back home. Yes. I don't know if you know him. He's been doing the broadcasting for some time. Uh, he's my mentor at Tiro. So we met and yeah. uh, started as an analyst in his show. But then I was doing my second year at school mm. uh, volunteered as an analyst. And then eventually I got my job at RB2. That is a radio button at two. Yeah. yeah. By that time I graduated. And yeah, I've been pushing very hard uh, to be at the top, you know, yeah. and uh, pushing myself. Babam Teto, the gentleman that you're talking about, he's a, he's a nice person. Yes. He's a gentleman. And we have spoken before. We've never met. I've done a couple of interviews with him, Babam yeah. Teatro. So um, there's one person that when I approached, he was so welcoming. And I was like, you know what? The next person that I should see is Rob. Yeah. Yeah. So today when I got the opportunity, I said, no, <laughs> it's not going to pass. You know, everything can stop, uh, but I'm going to see Rob. Oh, wow. I mean, I, it, it's very humbling. And like I said to you, that the work that we do, at times you don't know where it reaches. You yeah. don't know what country it reaches. You know, at times when you go and do things like CAFA Wars, you go to the likes yeah. of Zambia. Uh, you go to Ghana, you go to Nigeria, you go to Egypt, and you don't have an appreciation of what this microphone or just that camera on television has done to propel your image in the eyes of individuals across the continent. So when you said that, and I said, okay, I'm just going to steal a little bit of time from Coach's (laughs) interview, just to appreciate you as an African brother and somebody that we can even help uh, for you to reach whatever the goals are that there is a connect uh, because we all live by a dream. Yeah. We all live by what we want. And if radio is part of your dream, hey, we are here. Um, the people that have come from Botswana, they've made it in this industry yeah. uh, in South Africa. And uh, I believe I'm the me- next big project. So Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, you agree to that, coach? Yes, hey? I do. I do. I do. I mean, the confidence, that, yeah. that's all it takes. Yeah. The confidence, the hard work. Yeah. Because once you get an opportunity, that's a start. Yeah. It is how you maintain it is also just how you propel and you project and you put the hours. And that's the part people miss out yeah. is that it doesn't just happen. It's the hours you put in, the preparation. It, it takes a lot. You know, when I just started, I ended up having a Facebook page. I'm following yeah. you. I'm following a couple, couple of guys. Yeah. I was on 68,000 now. I follow us back home. Yeah. It's strictly local football in Botswana. And my, hundred, my transfer window last season, was 100% correct when I tell you that this is going to happen. It's happening. So they so call you me the Fabrizio. They call me Fabrizio in Botswana. But <laughs> some they say, you know, uh, our, our Robert Marawa. So wow. that inspires me a lot to say, this is the route and this is what I want to do. Seeing that you're so accurate, who's winning the Kosafa Cup? Botswana. <laughs> Can you say that in front of the Lesotho national team coach? Um, we, we need a small passage to squeeze in and get through. Yeah. Uh, with the, the mathematics and the numbers, the way things are. Uh, but if it happens, then we stand a very good chance. We have a very young team. Yeah. Uh, if looking at our squad, we have changed our teams a couple of times. Uh, but we have a team that uh, some of the players, are, I think, are in the starting list today. Yeah. Uh, only three, they have been regulars. Most yeah. of them are making the first national team appearances, the first caps. So it shows you that we have a very deep uh, squad. The young boys are hungry and I want to believe that they know this is the chance.
Coach has promised the king a birthday present. So it's going to be very tough for you. It's uh, going to be very, very tough, Coach. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're listening now and you're saying, ah, okay, that's great. The potential's there. They're going to the halftime break. It is no, no, as it stands. But you're not going to stand for that, are you? No, he's being patriotic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as he should. <laughs> there's patriotism and then there's reality. Yeah. Okay? No, so it's not going to happen. That is good. You know, he believes in his voice and which Kosava gives us this platform yeah. for, for the players to come and showcase their talent and which is very good because you could see some of the boys, they have been playing in the Kosava under 20. Yes. So it shows that Kosava is there for the region, yeah. you know, to encourage uh, youth development. All right. So I, I thank you, man. And trust me, uh, whatever it is, whatever it takes, however we can assist, uh, please reach out. You're a brother. Are you in uh, Twitter at all? I'm not a Twitter person. You're not a Twitter person. Yeah. Good. It's so, too much, too much war and hatred. Yeah. On those platforms. Yeah. Hey. I just <laughs> go into tech tweets for people that I follow. Then yeah. I, then I you did. keep away. Yeah. It'll make life much easier for you. Yeah. Y- you'll maintain your sanity. Yeah, but I'm fa- Facebook with Solomon Kakua. Kakua is K A K U W A. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much indeed. Uh, we'll we'll hopefully take lots of pictures with you outside with the coach and everybody else that's here in the studio. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks so much, Sol. Coach, just from your side, um, let's let's wrap it up with the approach for tomorrow. Um, an important game, like you say, regardless of result, but mentally, psychologically, the preparedness has been there. You step in, you want to win. You want a clean sweep from this tournament. Definitely, Robbie. We there's nothing to hide. We're gonna have a rotation mm-hmm. within the team setup. We have uh, some youngsters in the team. Since we have already qualified for the semifinals, then we're going to give those other boys uh, an opportunity. And uh, I, we have seen the hunger yeah. in their eyes, so they want to go in and continue with the good job that the other guys have been doing. So we're expecting a very tough encounter here because mm-hmm. Angola has not won a single match. So we believe they will come with guns blazing, but we'll be there to manage that and uh, to pursue with uh, the kind of football, the attacking football that we're, we've been playing for the tournament because it's a cup competition. Mm-hmm. And in a cup competition, you need to take the game to your opponents. So that would be... Uh, the way we want to do it tomorrow. I love that. I love the fact that you're giving the youngsters a chance because I was looking at the head-to-head battle. Um, Angola have dominated, I think, the past 10 outings. Angola have claimed six wins. Lesotho have managed just uh, what, on three occasions to win. Uh, but that's that's history. That's stuff that's on paper. It's got nothing to do with your current performance. got nothing to do with how they've performed. Like you say, hasn't been such a great tournament for them so far. Uh, but, Coach, an absolute honor to see you and meet you in person. Uh, and I hope that that job is bagged and we call you a full-time coach of Lesotho. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Ruby. It's been great. I appreciate you. So you. I appreciate you. Good luck for the rest of the tournament. Coach Leslie Nozzi, Lesotho Kosafaka coach, uh, joining us right here in studio. We'll be back again tomorrow. You never know. We'll be here. Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, on 947, Boomer FM, Rise FM, and Soweto Live. Hashtag MSW.